It's your boy, the one and only, your host that do the most, Mr. Viral himself, aka the villain. Her latest hit. Oh man. <laughs> aka the villain, because they hate me for my opinion. Welcome back to another episode of the Viral Way Podcast. Make sure you share, like, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, run us up, get us in the algorithm. The movement is moving, you feel me? As always, I got my bro in the building. Like he said, the movement is moving or it's moving without you. And we, like we say every time, we're going to lead the way. We're here to lead the way. We're here to wake the sheep that sleep. Put your thinking caps on. I got my boy back in the building. You feel me? Heavy hitter. High IQ uh, content. Who we got over here, man? Yes, sir. You already know what the deal is, man. It's Kali the One, man. I'm tapped in. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock, bro. Kali the One, not the two. You feel me? Let's go. Ladies, what's the deal? You what's feel me? My my favorite guest. We got the ladies in the house. What's the deal? What's up? Who we got over here? We got Mia. Um, it's my second time. Hi, people. <laughs> hey, can we get a round of applause? Okay. Sound man, sound lady, get on your job. <laughs> oh, I got okay. Who we got over here? Miss Banks. Miss Banks. How everybody doing? How you okay, doing? we doing good. Round of applause for Miss Banks. Banks. Okay, your first print. <laughs> hey look, hey look, but I do want to say though. I do want right, to say this right. though. We raising the bar. I don't know if y'all noticed, the whole world has shifted. It's split in two. Either either you with the winners or you with the losers. You you to raise your frequency or you still down here vibrating on the loser frequency. You feel me? So get in tune with the content, raise your frequency, raise your income, get your health in order, you feel me? Health and wealth. Get physically fit, eliminate negative vibes, think with a positive, abundant mindset. Stop thinking with a scarcity mindset. We don't, we don't rock with that. We don't think lack. Think abundance. You feel me? Always think you can. Eliminate the words I can't from your vocabulary. That comes from a place of fear. That comes from a place of doubt. Even in the face of uncertainty where the facts look like you can't even make it, believe you can anyway. That's what separates the winners from the losers. The viral way. But yeah, we finna get right into it. Let's get it cracking. Let's get it cracking, man. Easy. Wrangle. Easy call. We here to lead the way. All right. Let me see. What we finna start with? You said your IQ. That's what he said. That's what I heard. I said high IQ content. Oh, okay. This, I want to start here. I want to start here. <laughs> this is something I've been seeing going on for years, but it has started to take off. Non-black content creators disrespecting and harassing black people for the reactions and then posting the video as content and then getting away with it saying, oh, it was just for content. Bro, black people, y'all got to start, y'all got to start having some more self-respect. And I'm talking to the ones that voluntarily involve themselves in this, not the ones that don't know what's going on. Because I'm seeing a lot of people sign up for this. Like, yeah, I'll be the jester, I'll be the clown. You feel me? As long as I can get a bag and get a couple of views. Because I've noticed the non-black content creators, they'll invite 
other non-black content creators and the content is normal. They have a normal conversation. It's respect there. But when the black content creators get the invite to the party, you got to be the clown of the party. You know what I'm saying? You got to be the butt of the joke. You got to act a, a, a motherfucking fool. So how y'all feel about this? Because I'm putting it into it. You feel me? I'm putting it into it. I'm putting that message out here. I'm putting that frequency out here. This shit finna stop, man. Y'all finna get back to being real stand-up. They gonna kill me for this one. Real niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout off on that one. Nah, y'all gonna be... Y'all gonna start being real men again, man. We, we not the clowns, you feel me? Black people, we not the butt of the jokes. We, we can give high-level content. We can give real respectable content, you feel me? But how y'all feel about this? Now, people gotta recognize when you being... In the circus versus watching the circus. Stop being in the circus. Like you said, they're making clowns out of niggas and exploiting the culture and getting everything they want up out of us. And niggas ain't reaping no rewards from that shit. Don't sell out for a little... little couple dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Selling your soul for nothing. Especially y'all protecting these white boys that's antagonizing your people. It's crazy. And then also the people who are getting antagonized, right? Because a lot of times, like you said, they'll go in a grocery store, uh, the parking lot, birthday party, wherever, and they'll go towards somebody who has, who looks the stereotypical way of somebody who might react that type of way. So what we can do to limit that is just stop giving these niggas reactions as well. You get what I'm saying? When people is playing in your face, I mean, I understand that when you got somebody playing in your face and they they don't look like they're on, on that type of time, it's very easy to be like, all right, I want to turn up on you. You get what I'm saying? Because you already looking how you looking and now you come over here with this bullshit. But to take the content from them, we got to stop reacting to it to a certain degree as well. So it's like when somebody come and tap your shoulder, oh shit, somebody come and tap your shoulder in the store, you know what I mean? They ask you a weird question, you're going to have to just ignore it because they're banking on you reacting. If you react, then they get the content. And these people don't care if you punch on them. They don't care if you shit in their life because whatever you do is just going to, you know what I mean, progress their content. So the only way to strip them from the likes and from the views is to not react to it. I'm going to tell you how you strip them from it. Start stripping these niggas. <laughs> Fuck all that. Start stripping these niggas for their cameras. Start running their pockets. Start testing their jaws. Because they think this shit a game. That, that's the reaction they want. Okay, we finna give it to you. We finna show you this shit ain't a game. You're not finna keep playing with niggas and getting away with that type of shit. And like, like bro just said, bro, a lot of them is walking around with black security guard. This how fucked up the system is. This how fucked up the, the game is rigged. They go harass and antagonize black people and then they use black people to protect them. Like, I seen a video, I ain't even gonna say none of their names, right? Dude walking through the mall, he just bumping people, randomly bumping people. One dude's like, hey man, he finna get up on him. I see the black security guard run down on him. Nah, you can't touch him. This is my client. Bro, you need a bag that bad? You finna let this little non-black run around antagonizing your people and you finna sell out for whatever he finna pay you? That's that's crazy to me. Like, what are you? what are y'all standing on? Unfortunately, niggas got to start standing on morals and principles and character. This shit got to start mattering. This is why we say this shit every episode. No, that's a fact. Unfortunately, you know, since the beginning of, you can even take back to slavery, like there was black slave catchers. You know what I mean? Like, so we've always raised our hand when it comes to getting that bag because that's been something I feel like that we look at as a way to be like, you know, more financial gain, a little bit more freedom, a little bit more movement, you know what I mean, within society, et cetera. So I feel like that's why we go and do it. But then, like you're saying, at what point? What are your morals? What are your values? Like, are you willing to go and, you know what I mean, wreak havoc on your own people for a check? You know, you got to go home at the end of the day and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, what am I really doing? 
Cause like you're saying, is like I'm the security guard for niggas, and he going and bumping random people, and then I'm and then I'm the one that's getting put in harm's way for this white dude. You know what I mean? To go and hurt my people. So I think we do got to more so look at it that way and be like, man, right, what so am I really doing? Out. Yeah, so how y'all feel about so it. Like, oh, so oh, I feel like yeah, they treat us like a token, like back mm. in the day, like oh, the token black person, Disney Channel, and all that. They bring one black person, and you gotta act. That's like modeling for me. That's how I'm. Feeling it, like when I get invited somewhere, it's always for my body. Like oh, like sex, sales. yes, sex. Instead like you sex. just gotta just stand right there. Yeah. Just, but when I go there, I know what you want me here for. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show you what I could do. That's how I feel like we gotta stop just going there. Okay, yeah, you are gonna go there, be the token person, but also show what we could do. Stop being that person. Don't just bow down to what they're doing and actually show what we like could do. Like stand for something. Like stand for something. Like, like yeah, I know. Stop falling for anything. I know what like, you got me here makes for, no sense. but I'm going to be here and I'm going to show what we actually represent. Like he said, like people come and tap it on you. Like instead of turn around like, oh, ready to fight? I'm, re I'm going to kill you with kindness. I'm going I'm to pass the vibe check. I'm going I'm to be cool because I know what you want and I'm not about to give it to you. Right, because I'm not about to be the butt of your right. joke. Mm. How you feel about a uh, cool, cool girl, cool lady over here with the shades? Let me nah, find out you woke. Cool For sure. No, I feel like that's it's always us, butt of the joke, like always trying to put you know others first or whatever. And it's just like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. People need to learn how to stand on something instead of just falling for everything. Like, no, you can't be that person. Like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be just backing you up because oh, you want to get a viral moment, like. Everybody's doing something for a check. Like, stop doing stuff just for a check. Like, make it make sense. Like, for real. Like, stand and, on something. And that's why I'm irritated by when you talking about Kim K. It's like, I I applaud her. Like, I'm I'm happy for her success. I wish I had that success. I wish I would do the things that you're willing to do. But I'm irritated because I have way more morals and values to do what you're doing. Like, I could be... Shit, I could be with fucking basketball players. I could be here, there, everywhere. But I have morals, and I just won't fall for everything. You're not just going to tell me, oh, I'm going to give you this, or I'm going to take you here and all that. Like, that's cool, but what else are you doing? Hold what on, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Kim K done free niggas from jail, so shout I out Kim K. Look, out I don't give a damn how irritated y'all may be. She done freeing niggas from behind that wall. She, she, she did a lot more it. for niggas than a lot of niggas yeah, doing for yeah, niggas. Yeah. So shout out her for that. But just to stick to the topic, because we can get on that too. Uh, what you were saying? I lost my train of thought. She didn't <laughs> get back. Oh yeah, my fault. <laughs> hey, hey, but look, sorry. But look, it's like it's like this, man. Y'all got to start having more respect for yourself and understand, even though you represent yourself. When you go over there to them parties, y'all representing the culture. They looking at you as a representative of all of us as a collective. So if you over here being the clown in the party full of the high value men and, and uh, you know, these dudes is looking at being viewed at blah, 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 viewed as respectable men. And then you come and you got to dance. Right. The like, bro, how, that, that's the how joke. they, yeah, you the, the butt of the joke. joke. They're not inviting you to sit down. Like, throw on that hat, boy. Yeah, you, you feel <laughs> Get me? out there and do what you're supposed to. Because if you right. notice, all the high level respectable content creators from, from our culture, they don't invite them because they know, oh yeah, them niggas ain't going for that. It's going to make them feel uncomfortable. It, right, right. Now you like, oh, you feeling the real power of niggas. So you, y'all inviting these young niggas that doing anything, anything for the views. They come in, they falling on the floor. They, they involved in the homosexual shit. Y'all like playing with niggas with that. I girls mean, getting their wigs snatched yeah, off. Yeah, uh, snatching flat. girls' wigs off. Puzzle, I just got at AV, Compton AV. It got in my inbox. It was like, oh, I got an opportunity for you. 
I need you to come through and you're going to have a wig on and I'm going to snatch it off. And I'm like, <laughs> who, wait, 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 like, who going to have no. a wig on and who going to snatch it off? Why, why would I want to do that? Yeah, why that, that, is that's that they something I would do? He's like, no, but it's going to go viral. You're going you gonna to get a lot of followers. I got enough followers. I don't. Why don't would I want like people would following me? Your image is everything. People don't look at it like that. People think, oh, I'm going to just do something to just be funny. I'm going to make Get this bag real quick. Yeah. Now you have to keep doing this to keep making this bag. Like, yourself. we literally are looking at and a I girl missing you. a tooth and out there looking crazy because of what? Because this is what you had to and do. Had hey, to. but another thing I want to touch on while we on, while we on the topic of content creators, to all, all the street niggas, right? I know that, you know, y'all got to find some way to get your bag. And y'all like, damn, I done put in all this work, got nothing out of it. These people paying me to tell my story. But man, we got to find out a way to keep this shit amongst us. Like, stop going on these non-black platforms, letting them finesse y'all into talking about y'all ops and y'all beef and y'all doing this, y'all doing that. Y'all telling on yourself all type of shit while they giving you a little up front and getting triple on the back end. You feel me? Meanwhile, you got... Us with platforms, not specifically just us, but our own people, and y'all not running through them markets. You feel me? At least if y'all gonna do that, let's run it up with each other. Let's run it up that way. Because they need us for the content. You notice, they not going to get their folks because ain't nobody watching that shit. They, they want to hear about what's going on in our lives. You feel me? They like to live vicariously through us. Not to make it a race thing, but it is because I, I see the play. You feel me? All you got to do is gangbang and be extra out now. They coming to get you. <laughs> oh, yeah, talk about this. Okay. Let me hear your Gerald stories. How many fades you caught on the yard? These niggas, they never lived that life, so they want to they wanna hear it. People like to hear about that. Why do you think Hollywood make movies about gangbanging and shit like that? Parents, it's big money in that. Drugs. Keep that money between us, though. Or, or make them collab. Okay, cool. I'll do that with y'all, but y'all finna have to shout out this podcast over here, or y'all finna have to bring them, like... Find out a way to get your culture involved. Because that little bag that they giving you, trust me, they making quadruple way that more on the back end. Way it's color, it's more than that. Type <laughs> That's you a fact. They make yeah, way more than that. Just being around like, because I work in production. So being around like different directors and all that. Just a director alone by himself get 50 bands just for being there that one day. So these people are going out to film these certain people that are out. And it's just like... Damn, like them, they're getting paid this, and the little people are getting paid two, three hundred dollars to move this equipment and do all this other stuff. And it's just like, damn, like y'all paying all these high people to do all this shit, but y'all don't want to give it to the black people when it comes to doing certain shit. And it's just like, damn, like y'all can ease somebody needs to come up with just like Issa Rae. She came up with her own production. And I like that more people are starting to come out with their own production, but people don't want to fuck with certain people because of certain things. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of fucked up, but I think also too. We have to be more patient. Like a lot of us have the mindset of wanting to get the quick cash and we're going to do whatever it takes to get that money because we might be in a certain situation. Like you'll see a lot of rappers. That's why they sign a contract. They sign away they publish in and all, you know, royalties and masters and things like that without even knowing because they're going to get 50000 a 100000 on the front. But then, you know, they, they're owned forever on the back end. So we have to be more patient. And, and you know what I mean? Be able to withstand the trials and tribulations while you're going to build your own brand within your community or help your community up. Like how we doing right now. You know what I mean? It's We're putting in the time, the, the, the work, the money, the effort to eventually get to a place where we can be self-sustainable without anybody else. And so I think black people have to focus on that more so and just understand that anything that you get in, in a day, 
Like, if you could go to a job and get hired the same day, it's probably not a good job, bro. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So you really have to you have to be patient and you have to understand good things come to those way, especially if you put in the work. Amen. Hey, look, I, I want to say this too. I know they paying y'all back, right? Like, like uh, one of the one of them just came out and said they paying Boosie like X amount of dollars. Whether that was true or not, you know. But we do know they are paying a bag because Tyrese done exposed a couple DMs where they didn't offer him ten thousand, twenty thousand. So I understand you got to get your you got to get your money right. Money talks, bullshit walks. But for every one that you went and got that bag, go to one that's building their way up to be able to dish out the bags to their folks and go do their shit for free. You know what I'm saying? We in the world of take, take, take. Bro, you got to give to receive. You know what I'm saying? A farmer has to sow the seeds before he gets the crops. You don't just get to go during harvest season and stare at the grass and just crops magically bloom. You know what I'm saying? It don't work that way. You got to give. People don't understand that this is why so much of so many of our people have nothing because we all afraid to give. We all afraid to get fucked over. We want to get first and make sure, okay, I got something out the deal. All right, cool. Nah, bro, you got to be- off top. Yeah, I got my- Nah, come on. You got to give. And it's your folks. You already got the bag from them. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing to, to tap more. in. They expect you to go over and beyond, but you wouldn't do that for the other- No, that, no that's a fact. All fucked up and looking crazy like- no, that's not fair. Like, why would you put it on the other black production to be oh so standard this way, but you'll put it on this production to be, you know, this type of way? Like, no. Well, we hold, we kind of hold our people to a different oh, standard. A higher standard. Like restaurants like and things like that. We're like, oh. Oh, we criticize like them to the fullest. Yeah, but you go to white people, it's just like, oh, you know. It's just right. like, why, though? But we go to, oh, I would never, not again. She got an attitude. Yeah, Look at the like, table. No. Da -da -da, like, well, it's all, it, it's all programming, but. We, we got to get better at building each other up. You know what I'm saying? Black people be ready to trip on black people more than any other race. We, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all it boils down to. Motherfuckers be going to them white restaurants and be nice as hell. I'd be like, that shit crazy. <laughs> 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 like, I'll just be looking. Nope. Mm. Hey, but look, let, move, moving on, moving on. Speaking of Kim K, this... I found it to be absurd. It didn't really make the headlines as far as outrage. I'm outraged. It's it's crazy. Kim K was on the cover of GQ's Man of the Year edition. Let's I just let that sit in for a minute. A woman. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know the rules. I say she Look, irritates me. You know bro. the rules. We gotta talk one at a time. I know y'all a little tipsy radio. turvy, but yeah, radio. A woman made the cover of GQ Man of the Year. The attack on masculinity continues. That's what? all this is. It's more programming. They put a woman to be the face of Man of the Year. Just think about all the prominent men in the world that's doing real work and, and, and improving society that could have made that cover. They put Kim K on there. So what is that saying to men? What does that mean for us? You can't even let that bother you. I want to hear what you... Right, let like, like, He's so... <laughs> nah. He letting black... Nah, how y'all feel about this? He it is don't, so... It don't owner. matter. Hey, I ain't owner. I'm just saying people hate her for what? Okay, she... Like, we just talked about the bag shit. By her... What is it? Her fault that they want to put her on the damn cover of a magazine? She if you let that bother you, that's on you. It is what it is. She got the bag at the end of the day. But it's, yeah. it is kind of fucked up. They could have picked so many different people. Yeah, but they picked her and they know they, they know people going to look up and that's going to sell. The same thing we talking about it right now is what's, what's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The same way her fucking whatever... What's her pops was the... What he like? A, he was on the same type Bruce, of shit. Bruce Jenner. He was a cover of a female magazine or some shit like that. <laughs> He's a 
transgender woman. No, there's no such thing. You're man or woman. Thank you. At the end of the fucking day. I agree. But it don't it, it don't matter though. Kim K do a lot of different things. She 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 is who she is. But to go back, that don't mean she don't do shit for people in prison. I firsthandly know that she, I but didn't see her do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you said she irritates you for what? Just like he just brought up the fact of she'll do anything. She like she, I just feel like she'll do anything to not irritate people. That's my words, but just the fame, like you, like the whole brass thing. Like okay, that I don't think they was doing blackface. I feel like people do come for her, like the Marilyn Monroe. Like that lady is dead. Like why she can't wear the outfit, but. She does things to be out there, and I feel like she just sells her. Hold on, but how do you feel about her being on a cover? See, see, this is what it was in the Kim I K. I think she looked beautiful. Hate train, because I'm not mad at Kim for doing she, it, because if they paying, do it. Get your money. But what I'm saying is the message that, the overall message that they're sending to society. Because funny. they're already trying to blur gender lines. They're already confusing the world. They got men thinking they can be women. They got women they can thinking they can be men. They got the the men dominating women's sports. Like the whole world is like upside down. And to to add this fuel to the fire, I feel like it's just more programming. How you feel about it? Well, you hear it all the time. Like for instance, even even a female rap. Like you can go and, and look firsthand at their record sales. And it's no offense to the ladies, but it's it's nowhere near the men. But you constantly hear. The females is killing it. They killing it. They killing it. They killing it. The same thing with the Kim K thing, and she's on the front of GQ as the man of the year. So it's really just putting it out to men that, you know, y'all are below at this mm. point. That's what it's. That's what it's saying to me. Um, that's a good point. That you guys are. That you guys are below. Um, out of all the men that we could have picked, we chose her. And you know, don't get it twisted. She's having a a great year and has had some great years. But to put her on the front of a cover of a men's magazine. It's disrespectful to men because you're definitely not finna go see no, uh, you feel me, Damson Idris on the front of whatever Cosmopolitan or whatever the fuck it is, you know, talking about women of the year. So this is they do that to men to pick at men, and then as soon as men respond with the yo, this is foul. What they they call you sassy? What you 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 a bitch? You 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 sexist? All these different things. So it's one of those things where we have to just shut up and take it, and kind of sit there and not say anything about it because if we do then we're looked at as it's soft or we have a problem with it, whatever. But at the end of the day, what is it showcasing? That that women are better than men. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, anybody's above anybody, but the way society, the media, and other whatever platforms, what they're doing is that's the message that they're putting out there, that women are better than men. And I think that we're both different and we're, we're equal in our ways or we have our strengths in our ways, but what they're doing, like I said, is putting them first and, and putting us second. Seeing that cover is crazy, though. <laughs> seeing, seeing the cover is crazy, but at the end of the day, it's they fucking magazine. They do what the fuck they want to do. I see what's going on, so it don't really bother me. Mm. Niggas need to stop fucking with GQ. Stop making their fucking magazine be as big as it is. If they doing weird shit like that, niggas need to fall back off of them. You know what I mean? And they shit won't even be relevant. They won't even keep doing that shit. But the more if they see how many people buying that shit or how... How how the money is profiting off of that is what they're gonna keep doing. See, I, I feel like in today's society, having a voice is one of the most powerful things you can have because they're literally trying to take it away. So when stuff like this goes on, it's up to us, the people, to make noise about it. To like, hey, this shit ain't it ain't cool because silence is agreed. So yeah, it's their magazine, but they still pushing the narrative. 
and, and they pushing an agenda behind it to put a woman on the man of the year cover. Come on, we know what's going on. Let's stop playing. It, it's a, it was plenty of men they could have put on that cover. So do it make it worse by us giving it energy and making it grow? Or do you just, like you say, if you say it silently, do you let it die down? If it's not spoken on, it ain't making no noise, and everybody, at some point it's not going to exist. No, that's a good, that's, that's yeah. a great point. That, that's a I great think, point. I think that's a great point, but I think at, at a certain point, it's the machine that's going to going to push it regardless of what we do. Like, it has so much power behind it that regardless, most people are sheep and it's going to infiltrate their mind in the way that they think about certain things regardless. So we cannot give it energy. However, when you have a platform that has, you know, billions of followers, billions of dollars, billions of dollars in stock, et cetera, they're going to, they're the ones who make what's hot and what's not. So yeah, maybe, maybe 2 million people don't give it the energy, but you still got 6 million, 10 million people that are going to look at it and go, okay, and subconsciously take that in and be like, man, women are better than men. Fuck this dude over here or whatever the case is. He's weak. She's a boss. He's a bum. He's not, you know what I mean? Because that's kind of what you're when hearing. You see, when y'all, not to cut you no, go off, ahead. when you see the magazine, do you think that as a man, like, oh, a woman is better than me? Like, To be honest, what I think of the magazine is GQ knows exactly what they're doing. They know that people are going to sit here pretty much like you're saying and have the conversation of, wow, this is a woman on the front cover of a man's magazine. So I think they're doing it for shock value like most things. Um, but also at the same time, they understand the repercussions like of, of how people are going to view things. Do I personally think that? Nah, when I see it, I just see Kim, Kim K on the front of a magazine. Because I'm, you know what I mean? I'm secure within myself. But I also understand that there's a whole bunch of other men that aren't, that might look at that and be like, damn. Or there might be women who see that and get turned up. Like, damn. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm shitting on these niggas. Like, it's us in a negative way is what I'm saying. To add to that, I feel like it's taking the femininity, <laughs> the femininity out of women today. The influence on, it's just making women, like, I'm old school. Like, I feel like I'm a woman. Like, I kind of get dissy around my nigga because I don't, I don't even think when I'm with my nigga because it's like, you do, you like, you know, I just turned it to a, you know, just so feminine. And I feel like it's just taking away stuff like that is taking away from women being feminine. Like be a woman. Like you don't have to be this boss. You don't have to be this masculine person. But I feel like her doing that and them condoning that, it's inspiring women to be like, I don't need a nigga. And I could do this on my own and I'm the nigga or I'm the boss. And it's just like like slow down, like you throwing off the equilibrium. I agree with what y'all saying, but at the end of the day, women got to stop idolizing these celebrities and stuff like that in general, anyway. Not just women, like, people. Yeah, period. people. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as like, far yeah. as far as that though, but that situation, you're right. People in general, you idolizing these people, mm -hmm. thinking that they these, whatever the case is, but it goes back to what we're saying. Not even that, but not even knowing their type of beliefs, their morals, their principles. You don't even know what type of person this really is at their core, but you see them on TV or you see certain things and you're like, oh, I want to be like that. Well, well the, reason, the reason I decided to speak on it because I know they're trying to use this to add more flame to the gender wars, right? The gender wars have been going up and down. Lately, it's been slowing down. Boom, put Kim K on there. Now the men is mad that a woman's on there. Now a woman is empowered that a woman is on the cover of the men and then it's, it's back cracking, right? Like you said, maybe if we ignore it, it'll go away. But energy flows where attention goes. So they know that. That's why they do their best at, at harvesting the public's attention. Whoa! Who phone is that? Go get that. 
swear. One of y'all just turned off. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah. you to go check that motherfucker. Radio. But yeah, like I said, attention flows where energy goes. So this platform is specifically one of the reasons I started it was to put it into this gender war because at the at the end of it all, our culture is coming. We're at the bottom because of it. We have no benefit because of it. We're, we're reaping all the bad benefits because of it. So every time I see somebody trying to spark it back up, I make sure to try to put a wedge in between that. So, you know. I just want to say one last thing if y'all want to go on. Um, it's really true what you said about it is trying to spark the gender war up because you can you can build up a, a gender without tearing another one down, right? Like you could have given her some sort of woman of the year award or some sort of accolade that put her in her own class instead of saying, hey, you are the man of the year award. You get what I'm saying? That's, so, too, that's too regular. Like that was them. Too yeah, yeah, yeah. They should yeah, they know what they did. Value. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, move, moving on. This is a topic that really intrigued me. I don't know if y'all are privy to it, but if not, I'll get y'all privy to it. The, the Milgram shock experiment. I don't know if y'all ever heard of this. Have y'all heard of Stanley Milgram? Okay, let, let me break it down. So basically, Stan, Stanley Milgram, he was interested in how easily ordinary people could be influenced into committing atrocities or obeying orders blindly, even to the detriment of themselves. That jail stuff? Right. So, so basically, he was a social psychologist who researched the effect of authority on obedience. So he concluded that people either obey out of fear or out of desire to appear cooperative. Because I always sit back and I look at the world we living in. And I'm going, damn, most, most of the rules we got, we getting the short end of the stick. Why do we keep just blindly going with this? Like, why don't we just rebel and fight back? And it's like, why can't people be as woke as, as me? Or y'all don't see what I'm seeing? And, and at the end of his result, he found that 80% of people do not have the psychological and moral resources to defy an authority's order. No matter how legitimate the order is, only 20% have the critical thinking capacity to do so. That's crazy to me. So 80% of society lacks the critical thinking skill to even defy an order. And that makes sense when you look at society and how many people rebel versus how many slaves it is, basically. You know what I'm saying? So how y'all feel about this? Um, I think what you was talking about was the Stanford experiment. In, in yeah. Jail. yeah. Oh, that's what I was talking but, about. Um, no, I think it's true. Like you could look at, you know, in Germany with the Holocaust, right? Most of them Nazi soldiers were, were, you know, regular people who, who were under the same, you know what I mean? Propaganda as, as the Jews, right? They were, they were, they were hearing the same stuff and they probably, a lot of them honestly probably didn't believe what Hitler was saying, but, you know, committed atrocities against these people due to the fact of this is this big regime. I'm a part of it now. And when they keep shoving this propaganda propaganda down your throat, eventually you're going to do exactly what they say. Because, I mean, if you're there for, what, a week or so, you know what I mean, or two weeks, you hang around them, eventually you're going to pick up on the same thing, Amazing. the same traits, and you're going to start to, to reason, you know, why they're doing what they're doing, why they hate these people. So then it's like, okay, you start to understand why they hate these people, even if it's not the truth, if that makes sense. So that's what the propaganda does. You can look at the police force within within our communities, right? I bet you a, a lot of the police, you know, when they when they're there or they're on their job and there's police brutality being committed committed, 
they turn and look the other way. But outside, they might not have a disdain for black people at all. They might be cool with some black people. But once they put that uniform on, they feel now that they're a part of something bigger and that they will never be able to win that battle. And so just with that alone, if they go, if their sergeant goes and tells them, hey, you know what I mean? Go put your knee on bro's neck. Or hey, we need you to, we need you to meet a quota this week. So we need you to pull over, you know what I mean? This many people in this community, they're gonna go do it because they feel helpless against that that superpower. So I think that's what that does, and that's what that is. How you feel about it, bro? I just think I just think people lack the capacity just to more so think for themselves. That's a, that's a big problem of it. And like, go back to what he said. People want to be part of a cause, and they don't know what they want to be a part of. This is why trans can trans so much, and people can just jump on it because everybody want to be a part of something, being accepted as something. So you got more sheep than you do leaders, based off of, based off of that. I don't think everybody lacks the capacity, but I just think people don't even question certain things or willing to go that far. You know, you got people like us that could be in the streets and we go against everything that the laws or whatever. It's like you trying to live without laws to an extent in your mind. So I think it just, I think it just depends on, the, like you said, the fear or the consequences of going against something. Like you said, you could be in a force and you go against this and the consequences could be overriding, even though you ain't right, but the consequences of what you thinking in your head uh, paralyze you from doing the right thing. So, yeah, I think I think this is big, and it just shows how much of an influence programming has on people and how they program authority into you. Because I think one of the one of the studies that they did at Yale, I don't know if they did the study, if they did the actual procedure at Yale, but he had like a group of people, and he had some people like hooked up to a machine, then he had other people who was like in control of it. And then the people who control of it, in their mind, when given orders, they were to push the button and they was told this is going to be a, a dangerous electrical shock. Like this really finna fuck this person up. But just in their mind, while I'm being obedient and taking orders, they was pushing that button thinking they fucking this person up and not even thinking, damn, I'm really hurting somebody. Like, just under order, they like, like you said, like I might not even believe it, but fuck it, I took, I got the order, I'm gonna take it. And you see it every day, from work to to friends to family to people at their jobs. Where you just, they say when you woke, once you wake up, every day you're you're gonna be irritated and on the brink of insanity because you can see what people can't. So this is like perfect example. The twenty percent who can see through this and, and the results that he found, it's like living in insanity every day. Watching people just blindly be slaves. It's like, bro, just take the fucking glass. Yeah. Matter of fact, put the glasses on. You know what I'm saying? Take the blinders off. Put the glasses on. They live. I feel like it starts with the children. It's like when we go to when we go to school, we're being taught to follow orders. Like I remember in school being being given a test and it says follow the directions. And even though the directions like didn't make sense, like you would fail if you don't follow what it tells you to do. And I feel like as a parent, you have to teach your children like, yeah, you can follow orders, but you also have to think for yourself. So you also have to like pay attention to your surroundings. Don't just do what people tell you. Like there's teachers out there that really don't have your best interests at heart you know mm -hmm. so it's like it starts at home it's like people are so lazy with their kids like you really got to teach your kids and tell them the ins and outs and be real with them because it's like yeah you need to follow orders and be obedient and all that do what you got to do but also you got to sniff out weird shit 
Right. Like if What's shit ain't, bullshit? if, if yeah, it ain't it don't look up, right, then one don't is, just do it. One plus one ain't two and it's not adding up. You don't have to follow that. Like, you know, so I feel like it starts at home. Like, people really need to start educating their kids and stop falling for everything. Like, educate them about policemen. Educate them about school. Educate them about their rights and everything. So when you grow up, you just not falling and just, like, doing everything. This is why I always ask guests when they come on the show about their belief system. Like, where you got it? Why do you believe it? Who you told it to you? That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, like, I like to always ask people that because most people go through life never question it once. Mm -hmm. They just blindly go through just what they was taught and they don't even know why they believe what they believe. And this experiment ties into that <laughs> because people have this belief system, even if it's morally wrong, unethical, even if it is negative and detrimental to themselves, they will blindly go through with the action just because authority said so. Instead of saying, well, wait a minute. Who the fuck are you? Right. Morals start. Younger, <laughs> who, 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 right? who are Morals you? Why should I? Up. Why should I do this? They instilled in you. You know what you I'm don't saying? Don't get morals later on in life. So I feel like later on in life, it's like fuck. But dude. you still, but you still can. You had the choice to choose and develop and bring those about yourself about what type of person you want to be. But even then, I blame sometimes it's the parents too. They domesticate the kids from from small. A kid could be running around and free, and a parent could. Be mad just because it's making noise in the house. Like, shut like the fuck up. Like, up you could, yeah, or you, don't you, play you punishing them. Like, said, that's like a kid want to be singing, and then the parent, you like, shut the fuck up. Yo, you, you sound stupid. And now you didn't, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> domesticated this kid to where now anytime she don't want to, she's scared to sing in front of people. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she was free before. Now you just made it probably to she twenty one and probably can't overcome that. Yeah, this is like a, a fear that's developed on you. So it's crazy though because the whole world is really. You could look at the whole world as this experiment that we're speaking on. You could take it to a smaller level of the bill collector, the repo man. Like, right? Like, the repo man gonna still come get your car. He don't care that you have maybe saved up all month long or for two months and you don't got the money and the whole sob story. He don't care. He got to get paid. And for him to get paid, he's got to make your day a bad day. You get what I'm saying? So there's nothing that... And he's not gonna, you know what I mean, have any sympathy for you. Yeah. Because he has to get paid. So it's just like with the same thing with the bill collector. They get, uh, man, I don't, you know, whatever, whatever your sob story is, they don't give a fuck. They got to keep calling because this is how they're getting paid. So they got a family to feed too. And so that's where the programming comes in even more so because it's like, damn, you know, I might not even want to do this, but if I don't do it, then somebody suffers for me not doing it. So it's like they put us in these positions where we have to inflict, you know, negative experiences on people. If not, then it's either you or it's me. So it's like, which way are we going to go? Who, who going home tonight? Or who, you feel me? Who eating tonight? Me or you? I'm going to eat. Is, Look, it, is it really a negative experience or is it the way we viewing it? Mm. Damn. Damn yeah, because a lot of those things might be lessons we needed to learn in the first place. That's yeah. a fact you know too. I mean? For us to, too. to grow up and get up out of that. So it's not, <laughs> not it ain't necessarily always yeah, this. Come up every month. Yeah, yeah, you better, you better say that money. Yeah, don't <laughs> get your shit wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lesson in everything. And I think the biggest example in human history of this experiment, of basically the mindset, I don't want to say the word because I don't want to get flagged again, mm -hmm. but we had a worldwide shutdown for about a year or two, right? And everybody blindly listened to the authority figures. And now, what is it, two, three years later, the facts are coming out that a lot of the shit they were saying was not true and actually a danger to your own health. Hmm. But you blindly did it. 
because authority told you to. You didn't look at the facts. You didn't do your research. You ignored the people who was speaking out against it, calling them conspiracy theorists. You didn't even, people didn't even bother to say, all right, just let, me, let me listen to what you got to say and see if it make any sense. Mm -hmm. No, you crazy. They said you crazy and that's it. And now they looking like fools right now. So, because I just really sat back that whole two years losing my mind going, I cannot believe this is happening. What was crazy to me though, people were getting <laughs> sick, overcoming the sickness, and still running to get a shot. Mm -hmm. Like you beat it. You beat it. Like <laughs> you beat and it. And they say you A, what is yeah. it? A, whatever that word. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I don't, I don't want to yeah, say yeah, certain yeah, words because yeah, yeah. you can't okay, say certain okay. key words, right? That's right. But that's why right. I'm just saying I'm speaking the code. Yeah. But I've never heard of somebody who didn't get it getting upset, but I've ran into a bunch of people who got it and they're like regretting it. Yeah. And no, you, even yeah. Got, you even have, you even have, if you just did a quick Google search, you get what, what I'm saying? So back then. I, and I don't even mean on this particular thing. I mean, oh. just seeing how this, this thing has happened at different points in history, different times. And right. The effects have been negative, mm -hmm. you can, specifically on our people. So you, you can, you can go back in time and, and look at verbatim at things that we have blindly, you know, um, been lab rats too. Exactly, and it, and it's affected us negatively. You get what I'm saying? Just a yeah. quick Google search, but again, that regime, that power, that propaganda is going to make you like, man, if I don't, well, they try if to I don't do it, then yeah, then I'm then I'm. Fucked. This the thing like, though. Going fear in people too, though, y'all. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fear. That's a fact. Like, people was like, oh my god. My grandmother, I was just like, "What made you do that to yourself?" Oh, like, there was a whole group chat. My, uh, my. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't finna talk about no damn group chats. <laughs> hold on, we just gonna stick saying. to the topic, people. But I'm gonna say this though, people: independent thought. It is it is detrimental to be an independent thinker, right? You don't yeah. always have to go with the group, but that ties into this study: is people will do things they don't believe in. To feel accepted because you don't want to be the odd man out. You don't want to be looked at like the black sheep. You don't want to be looked at like, oh, this weirdo. Even though you know you're right. Mm -hmm. You know you're right. But you still finna go over here just to be accepted and be in the in crowd. Independent thought. Be an independent thinker. Question everything. everything. Question everything. Research everything. Even if... I don't give a damn who it is, your mother, your father, your pastor, your teacher, the government. Question everything and do your own research and make it make sense to you. Because we don't see reality. You see your perception of it. All, all five of us in this room, we can go the same places, have the same experiences. We all going to see it differently through our lenses, even though we're looking at the same thing. They've actually done studies on this where they put words on the screen and they play the audio. Right. And, and it'll say it like, OK, what did y'all hear? Oh, yeah, we all heard the same thing. Then they'll switch. They'll, they'll play the same audio, but switch one of the key words. And now everybody start hearing different shit, even though the audio saying the same thing. But your eyes isn't matching to the audio. I should have got the name of that experiment because I just watched the video on that. But reality is just your perception. So understand, anytime you give your opinion on something, you are both right and wrong at the same time because it's right. According to your perception, but it's wrong. It can be wrong according to the overall reality of it. Because your perception could be totally different than what the actual reality is. I have a but question. yeah, go ahead, shoot. What's your definition of woke? Because my definition is like questioning everything. But I did have a debate with somebody and they said that's not. I feel like my definition of woke is like you just not gonna take what somebody tells you. 
Okay. And you're going to go research it and you're going to have a debate or whatever and you're woke. But somebody told me that's not what it means. I would say that's definitely the definition. I would say the opposite of a sheep. But what what the powers to be have done, they've hijacked the woke movement. Yep. They put a lot of propaganda in it to make it, to make the woke people seem crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like the word, the whole conspiracy theorist thing right. was to deter the woke people. Because if you do your research on history, majority of these conspiracies later come out to be facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, you would be painted to be crazy, even though you're woke. Because the opposite of woke is sleep. Most people are asleep. They're zombies. Going with NPCs. the flow, doing what everybody do. Okay, They so just program. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I've also, you know, have known it to be pertaining to blackness, right? And how we can um, become awake. That's where I believe it first originated from. I think, and then it did turn into, you know, more so a conspiracy, uh, the government, et cetera. But from how I know it, it was more so black people being asleep and then becoming woke, which is now, you know, being able to view the world um, and seeing the things that are stacked against us and being able to maneuver, you know, through that. I think it's more of awareness and, and more so of seeing through the fog, seeing the hidden messages behind things, seeing that everything ain't what it seems. You know what I mean? Like you said, going back to question and things like that, that's more of seeing clear. Okay. Look, moving on. Let's get into some music talk. You know, let's brighten up the mood a little bit. <laughs> Have any of y'all listened to the new Andre 3K album and how do y'all feel about it? Because he, he shook the world. He shook the whole industry up when he announced he was coming with an album. Everybody thought he was coming with another rap album, right? Because he's he's in a lot of people's top five. He's not in my top five, per se, because... To be in top five, you have to have a body of work to prove that. Mm-hmm. It does not go by ability because we can say it's a trillion people that ain't never been heard of that got ridiculous ability yeah. that are capable of being in the top five, but you got to go show and prove it. So shout out to 3K. He is an amazing MC, but I don't think he's top five. But he is well-renowned in the hip-hop industry, and he is a legend. Now, closer to the album coming out, he, he revealed... Hey, I'm not doing no rapping. Uh, at this point in my life, I don't have anything to talk about. Like, if I try to rap, I feel like I'm going against myself damn near. Mm-hmm. And he put out an album of all flutes, basically, instruments. instruments. But beats, key, shaking and shit. Yeah. Beats. A, a, key, hold on, hold on. a key thing was the music was, was tuned to 432 hertz frequency. Now, we've talked about that on past episodes, how that's like a healing frequency to open up your mind, open up your third eye, your penal glands, and all that good shit, right? If you're into spirituality. So, how do y'all feel about this? Because I actually listened to it. I, right? think, I think Andre is tapped in, and I think he's... Bring, I think he's the more so of being aware of how to bring this into people to get them to get on the frequency that he's on to help you elevate. He might mm-hmm. say he ain't got nothing to rap about. That's Andre 3000. He got something to talk he about. Oh. He can rap about. He can rap about by not having nothing to rap about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I think I think he's more on some. I think he's he's he, yeah no nah, yeah he's tapped in. Mm-hmm. He understanding that these frequencies. If you fuck with him and listen to him. He's going to put you in a different vibration, the things we always talk about. And a lot of that shit, you could meditate to, you mm-hmm. could sleep to, you could do a lot of things to the shit that he has going. So salute Andre 3000. He's way ahead of his time. So I'm not going to just question what he's doing now. I think it's a it's a good look for him. I, I haven't heard it, but um, from hearing what y'all talking okay, about. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get it from the people that heard it first. <laughs> I, I listened to it um, and it was cool. It was honestly like, 
I, this is what I'll say. I had to listen to it with more of the intent to like have the 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 healing effect to understand. Okay, the four hundred thirty two hertz to you know what I mean, and and really think of it outside of how I would think of a rap album. And I think if you if you listen to it that way and you can appreciate it for that, then you will like it. Now, if you going in there like, man, this ain't, you know, I ain't got no 808s on here. It ain't no no hook. It ain't right. no chorus. Nothing. This shit is whack. That's how you're going to think about it, obviously. But when you understand what he's trying to do with it, and if you put yourself in that mindset, you know what I mean, and allow yourself to open up, you'll, you'll, you'll receive what he's trying to do. And I think you'll see how great the album is. Um, I think he's ahead of his time for sure for it. I for sure think he can talk about other things. I think this was something that he really did um, for himself, like straight up. Like it wasn't for, you know, a top five conversation. It wasn't for him to be like, I'm back, nothing. It was for him to be like, this is what I'm on right now. Yeah. This is, I'm going to put this out. You feel me? And I'm going to just, I'm going to help people. And if y'all fuck with it, y'all don't, you know? And if, if y'all got to kind of look at it too, like even before, it was a lot of, Jazz, a lot of oldies that just played instrumentals, yeah. and that was yeah. good music. You know what I mean? Yeah, so really now he's just bringing that back to to rap, or he's bringing that back to where people are aware. You might think it's crazy right now, but these younger generations ain't listening to old jazz that's just playing. So he's reinventing something that's already been going on. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all this: Do you think him saying he didn't have nothing to rap about was kind of like the okie doke to slip it in the back door to Probably. get people to open up to listen to it because how many of our people would have really sat down if he just came out from the jump like man I'm just playing flutes and beats not to shut that conversation down you know Stop what asking. I'm saying yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ain't got, I ain't got I ain't, before y'all even go I didn't thought about what y'all was gonna do already <laughs> yeah. I ain't got shit to rap about this is why I'm doing this I don't even know I really don't need to be explaining this shit right. but this is why I'm gonna give y'all a little explanation to hold y'all over go fuck with it if you do if, if you, you don't, don't. Because 430 hertz is actually a healing frequency. It enhances mental clarity and focus. So I think he's trying to expose that to our culture. With the state of music now, it is the opposite of healing music. It is destruction music. From the women rapping about being 304s and hoes and, and sluts and, and we don't need a nigga, this and that. Then you got the dope hair rappers rapping about lean, do this drug, do that drug. Then you got the, the street niggas rapping about sliding on ops and this and that. It's nothing uplifting our people. He probably, so, you know what I'm saying? He probably he probably thought about it like, my words are fuck this shit up. Let me just put this in mm -hmm. y'all ear and let y'all enjoy these vibrations because me talking on it, y'all might not even get the, the whole frequency of letting that download in your subconscious mind. But it makes like, people want to meditate too. Right. Because I meditate a lot. That album was so good to me. Like I work in a spa, so I'm like mm. always listening to that type of music. So when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is it. Y'all don't even know what y'all are listening to. Like right. really listen to it. Like you really got to put yourself in that type of mindset of I'm free right now. Like I'm just going to listen to this. You may think it's hippie, but like... Smoke your good blunt with it, listen Peacock. to it, and really like put some thought into it, and it's really you gonna like it. It's crazy. It's crazy too because that's the power of what we call woke or seeing certain things. Because certain people that's not sleep, soon as he so all right, know where he came, where he going with this, it, it click instantly. No. Being seeing things beyond the five senses and understanding your spiritual aspect of it, you know what I mean. People won't even understand that shit. How it could affect then your get soul. It later. I actually did listen. I was skeptical at first, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you know what? Me and my girl was walking the dog this morning. I actually played it and I'm like, damn, you know what? This is some good. Wasn't it a good walk? 
It was a great walk. It was a great Relax. walk. It was it was a it was a eye-opening walk. It was peaceful. It enhanced my clarity, my focus. Actually, I drove to the beach yesterday to actually play the album and read and read a book because I like reading exactly. at the beach. So I, mean, I was you like, yeah, go do something different other than oh, I'm finna go do this. I'm finna go slide on this. I'm finna go do no. Relax. Yeah, like, I'm gonna let this play. I'm gonna let this 432 know, hertz get the hertz. It's a lot of sad. It's a lot of it's a lot of everything going on, and it's really calmed it down for me. I feel like if people just listen to it, just give it a chance. Don't just knock it off because oh, I'm not into flutes. I'm not into this. You don't know what you into. I think also into everything everybody putting out there. So why don't you just listen to it? Yeah. It's out there. What you say? No, I think also too. Um, when I first listened to it, like I I low key wanted to turn the shit off. And I'm going to tell you why. No, I'm going to tell you why, though. Wanted to turn it off is crazy. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I understand what you're saying. I'm going to tell you why. no nigga playing no flute. I'm going to tell you why. why I wanted to turn it off. Crazy. I'm going to be honest. I think that listening to rap a lot, right, in the 808s and those frequencies, when you hear it, it's almost like a... You got to, like, listen to it a little bit and then it starts to detox you, if that makes sense, to a way where I'm like, okay... I'm starting to understand the sounds more. The sounds are starting to agree with my ear more. Like when I first heard it, the first time I was like, I had to really listen to it. The second time I was like, okay, it was like I, my my mind opened up more to it. And I feel like that's probably why a lot of people turn it off at first is because you're so programmed on that other frequency. When you hear it, it's almost like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? You get what I'm saying? I know what you mean though, because my lower self would be like, man, I'm not finna hear no nigga yeah. playing the flute. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I that mean? Is, but then if I'm if I'm operating from my higher self, it's like, okay, I have a better understanding. But if I'm just on some other shit, I'm quick to judge it. Then it's like, nah, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna better you ain't gonna get the message you're trying to put out there to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's deep. Look, we don't really talk about sports too much on here, so I I wanna you know get in my sports bag a little bit. This is a topic. I haven't really seen mentioned, but I think we need to make light on it. Do you feel black NFL quarterbacks get the recognition they deserve, especially when talking about legends of the game? Because let's just think about it for a second. The league, the way it is now and the way the quarterback position played now, you have to have a dual threat. You have to have a quarterback that can run and pass. Having a quarterback who can run used to be looked down on because only black quarterbacks did it. So when we just look at when Michael Vick came in the league, yeah, there's been other quarterbacks who have been mobile, Randall Cunningham's, the Dante Culpeppers, you know, the legends of the game. But when Vic came, everything changed. He was a wide receiver, a running back, a everything, but can throw the ball. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they talked bad about him for a while, but he just changed the whole game. Now you look at all the top quarterbacks of the league. Lamar Jackson. The, the, the Jalen Hurts, the Lamar Jacksons, the um, – Pat Mahomes. Pat, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you know, they all are dual threats. If you don't have a dual threat, you low-key at a handicap now. Mm -hmm. So, but I feel like black quarterbacks are not shadowed and put in the spotlight, per se, for making the game this way. It's like when they talk about the legends, I don't never hear black quarterbacks coming up. Brett Favre and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, we talk about the greatest ever. I never hear them bringing us up, but like, gotta, at all. And we reinvented the whole game. You gotta still think it's been years of programming mm -hmm. when it comes to the, what a quarterback is supposed to be. You know, white man, a pocket quarterback, whatever the case is. So even when we do get the sprinkles of these black quarterbacks, it hasn't been enough consistency for them to be like, oh yeah, we just accepting that. And it ain't even about accepting things. We gotta kick down doors like Vic did or like Hertz is doing and a lot of these quarterbacks is doing. You're gonna make them respect us as black quarterbacks. And now, like you said, 
If you're not a scrambling quarterback, it's damn near they don't even want you on the team no more. Yeah. Even head coaches. They don't give them enough either. Right. That 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 too. You know like, what I'm saying? Damn, Shout out to the Raiders though. They I think they got the <laughs> first yeah, yeah, yeah. they got the exactly. first black GM. They got the first, what is it, black head coach and I think owner. I think they all black. Don't give me don't give me the line, but I think they the first I think the team. Black, but I definitely think. I think the, I think black I, I think it's, there's three of them for sure. Yeah, yeah, they I got think the, it's the owner, the GM, and the coach. Because I yeah, know they just picked they're the first one, one. Shout out, shout out the Raiders. Hey, shout out the Long Beach Raiders too. You feel me? I, I'm not a Raider <laughs> fan. It's Ram Nation, Long Beach Raiders, big threes, big C's. If you know, you know we moving like that. Shout out my boy Lil Spit. You feel me? A touch of Cali. Hold on. Let me let, let me let me. You oh. feel me? Oh, okay. Show him the drill. Oh, okay. Big C. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out my boy Lil Spit, though, man. T tap in with my boy at Touch of Cali for the, you know, for the gear. No, I don't but, think they get the recognition. And it's all it's all because of appearance. That's all it is. It's all because of appearance. Like you said, you got a, a Peyton Manning, which, hey, they've done great. A Tom Brady, a Joe Montana, et cetera. They, they have advanced the game. They've, they've won rings. They've done, you know... But they're just like what we're saying, that that's what you think of when you, or that's what you see or whatever, or think of when you, you quarterback, yeah. you know, is oh, the white dude who sits in the pocket and supposedly this guy is so smart, you know what I mean? He, he He's, you know, he makes the right decisions, he's poised, et cetera. But when you see the black dude do it, it's like, oh, they almost try to take away from that part because he can run. So it's like, oh, he just broke, you know what I mean? Three tackles and scramble, got out, and now he, you know what I mean? He's in the end zone, whatever. Now it's like, oh, well... That's all he's good for, even though he just sat in the pocket for however many plays this whole game, threw for this many yards, this many, you know what I mean? But they 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 try to use the running ability and the ability to scramble as a reason to take away from that when it's like, yo, they can do both. Anything you could do, I could do better. And some. But it's like, so, it's like, it's like, it goes back to like we say about the programming thing. Also, like if we start putting black faces on too much shit, then what's gonna happen? The 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 Blacks gonna start to be uplift. They gonna start to believe in most shit. You know what I mean? So by them halfway allowing us to do things because they know sports wouldn't be shit without mm -hmm. us, but they gotta still find a way to keep them on the forefront. The same way like the NBA symbol. They was talking about putting Kobe on that. You know what I mean? That takes away another white boy in the sport. Yeah. That takes away a lot of different things. So you start to see black faces more. It's like, damn, the epitome of everything that they like. Mm -hmm. We taking over or doing better. You well, know if anybody, I mean? if anybody plays sports, you know historically, quarterback was that was a white position. That was looked at as a white position. Blacks, we did the skill positions, but the head of the team, the captain of the team, he was going to be white. But we had players in the league doing legendary things. The Donovan McNabbs, the Steve McNairs, the Cam Newtons, the Dante Culpeppers. Like I said, Michael Vick, he re-innovated the entire game and position. As a matter of fact, I think he just got like the... What was that? The, the new Madden cover? The yeah, GOAT? He did. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he got yeah. the GOAT or the Madden game. Like, bro, if you had Michael Vick in the game... It was over. Yeah. You just got to run 50 yards back, <laughs> let everybody get over here, touchdown every time. It was like a cheat code. You can do what you want. But like he said, if you don't have a mobile quarterback now, you are at a disadvantage. And we, our culture, our people made it that way. Mm -hmm. But we don't get the recognition. So shout out all the black quarterbacks out there who put in the work, you feel me, and changed the game. I want to start hearing about more of them on ESPN when we talking about the legends. Shout out Tom Brady. He the GOAT of it yeah. all. But, hey, bring up 
you know, the Steve McNairs and, and the Dante Culpepper's in the same sense because they was doing some legendary shit. Well, don't forget about Doug Williams. He was yeah, the first yeah, black quarterback yeah. to actually. Oh, oh okay. A lot of that, yeah. Shout out Doug Williams. Shout out to all them. But the only difference is that, they wasn't. The only difference is that these black niggas got to start getting rings. That's the. That's the fact. That's the fact. That's what it boiled down to. Okay, talk about it. That's why I made. That's why I threw that in there. Hey, Brady the goat. I give a fuck what nobody say. We can. We could run up the numbers however you want to. The range that he did, the dynasty he ran with, the lack of help that he had, he was pulling niggas out the grocery store. Like, yeah, hey, hey. can you catch a ball? Let's go. Come on. Super Bowl, nigga. Yeah. Like, that nigga was different. He wasn't supposed to be that. You get what I'm saying? Now, he was supposed he, to be that. They didn't believe They didn't believe it. Right. Yeah, they didn't believe he was supposed to be that. He was, you know, what, what was he? Second, third string, whatever dude. Second got string. fourth. Damn. Behind Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. His, his, his pro day nah, tape that, was horrible. Yeah. Like... <laughs> They was like, who's, who's where he come from? Michigan didn't want to play. They didn't want to play him. All yeah. type of shit. Yeah. He beat the odds, but it was mindset. Yeah. Like I, I seen the interview where he was talking about, man, I had no friends out there. We ain't trading jerseys. Y'all the, the ops. I'm, I, I see y'all. It's, it's up. Yeah. This Brady, he talking like Kobe and Jordan. He had that that killer instinct. Mm -hmm. That's what niggas be lacking. Niggas get that killer instinct. It's different. Niggas want to be friends. All oh, we lost, we shake a hand. Nigga Brady breaking laptops. Yeah. He's spazzing on the Hey, nigga, you better drop another ball. Matter of fact, you out. We're saying ain't throwing people whole game. Brady, but Brady, Brady is a clear example of what the power of believing in yourself could be. Facts. Because he's accomplished things that might not ever be seen in this lifetime that we live in. And him beating the odds and overcoming that, he knew he was a star before the world knew. Mm -hmm. And he went out and proved that motherfucker every week. Every single week. It's day. hard to watch the game without Brady because yeah. you needed someone to hate but love at the same time. Exactly. Now it's like, oh, all right, Pat Mahomes running. For shit. I'm yeah, like, yeah. right. <laughs> you ain't even my team. <laughs> man, shout out to Brady, man. But shout out all the black quarterbacks, though. Michael Vick, for sure. You changed the game, bro. And, and people, because this is going to segue into something else with the dogs. He did his time. Leave him the fuck alone. Please stop it. bringing up the motherfucking dogs with all the fucking hunting y'all do. Y'all laying down endangered species, <laughs> right. taking pictures with them and hanging them in your living room. This nigga killed a couple pit bulls that y'all don't even like anyway. Allegedly. 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 And his cousin who didn't take the rap, you's a bitch. Right. I couldn't believe you. <laughs> Cold bitch and a half. But yeah, moving along. Oh, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but just because I brought up dogs. PSA. Shout the X. White people, <laughs> stop coming up to black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, and just talking to our dogs and not acknowledging our existence. Hey, that's weird. I live in a white neighborhood. I'll be walking my dog. They'll come up and talk to the fucking dog. Don't look me in the eye. Don't, oh, how you doing today, sir? Good. Nothing. Talk to the dog, have a conversation, and walk off. You're not even a human. Like, you don't even exist. Yeah. Stop doing that shit. It's weird as fuck. Stop yeah. talking to my dog. Like, that's like my child. Don't talk to my dog. Like, ask me. Don't touch him. Don't talk to him. Like, you wouldn't walk up to somebody's kid and be like, oh, like, oh, sorry. Got the rules. <laughs> yeah, like, you could talk to the dog, but acknowledge a nigga existence. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Some, don't just, oh, hey, good boy, good girl, and get the fuck on. Like, what the fuck? Am I, am I invisible, nigga? Like, I wouldn't even, see, I wouldn't even let that bother me. You, you do that, I'm yanking the dog, and we push the Come right on, we, yeah, we out of here. What the fuck out are you here. doing? Yeah. Hey, look, speaking of dogs, I want to I wanna say this, too, because we, we talked about the 3K with the rap thing. Put some respect on DMX name, right? Okay. Put some respect on DMX name when we talking about the GOAT. When we talking about rap... Y'all don't be bringing the dog up. Bro, we talking about DM, 
X. Yeah. Only rapper to win platinum twice in one year. I'm talking, this nigga was over Jay. Let's not forget that. Doing movies with Jet Li. This nigga, the only nigga I seen beat Jay-Z in a verse-for-verse battle, basically. Hard Knock Life Tour. He the only nigga I seen go against corrupt young Gotti in a rap battle, come out unscathed, basically. Running the game. This is the only nigga that's confirmed to have used a pit bull in a rap battle. He had the pit bull spitting bars. It's confirmed. A motherfucking legend. Not only that, slipping. Top record of all time, any genre. I don't give a fuck. Rap, R&B, rock, country, whatever you want to say. There has never been a song, in my opinion, that has embarked that type of emotion on a beat. That song has saved lives. Put some fucking respect on the dog. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Fuck you mean. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Don't ever question what is that. What? Slipping? I didn't even know what he was talking about. I think I What? Did she just say, what is this? No, I didn't know that what you was were crazy. About. That was crazy. Put some respect on the dog, though. Motherfucking legend. I'm glad I was alive to see that versus with him and Snoop. That was a legendary moment. I'm glad I was alive to see the whole transition from well, what, what was we fifth grade? What grade probably, would you was in? I probably was in fourth grade. Nigga, yeah. we didn't even have cable. We lying like we seen the video. Like, <laughs> that's so god. They coming to school yeah, like with the with the with the. All we talking about with the bikes. Yeah. <laughs> you see the pit bull eating the tire. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I seen that shit yeah. on the set. Nigga, lying. Nigga, shout out to the dog. Nigga, legendary shit. But yeah, uh, I know we over the hour. Let, let me look. This is last last two topics. Mr. Beast drilled a hundred. Water wells in Africa. Round of applause. Round of applause. Y'all don't know who Mr. Beast is. He's the largest, most influential streamer basically on the planet. Nigga's a billionaire from streaming. You know what I'm saying? Right. He went to Africa, drilled 100 wells. You you can go uh, watch it on his his content, on his page. You feel me? Shout out Mr. Beast. Now, I know there's been people who have been excited about what he did and people who's hating on what he did. But... All that made me do was look at our billionaires going, what the fuck y'all been doing? Period. Thank you. You feel me? Because a lot of people are like, oh, he's doing it for the views. He's doing it for the... I don't give a fuck what he did it for. I don't give a fuck if he's getting paid for his content or whatever. He did it. The outcome was the what, what, what count. It don't matter, like you said, what he did it for. It don't fucking matter. He, he did something positive for their ass. They loving that nigga forever over there. That's a fact. <laughs> You're going to build a statue of this man. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we got so much wealth here in the industry... And it took for a non-black to go over there and make a change like that. So it's like, damn, y'all niggas could have been did this. And I wasn't even that big. A miner dug some holes to get some water come out. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'd have seen y'all throw a million dollars in the strip club before. Yeah. Why throw a million dollars at the culture? You throwing a million dollars at these holes? They over there with fresh water right now. And then we want to say, oh, they not helping us. They not helping us. No, we not helping us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about that? No, it, go, it goes back to like how we were saying. We want to make sure we straight first. That's what it goes back to. Niggas get money and then forget about all... Niggas forget how they struggled. You know what I mean? Niggas forget how they struggled and, and forget that there's people still struggling. Like you said, and nigga, we got niggas playing like they in jail right now. Why you, oh. got, why you, got, why you got the white nigga over here? You know what I mean? Going, going and... Going and building a hundred wells. Like, what are we really doing? And what are we showcasing that we are as a culture when you have shit like that going on compared to what he is doing? You know what I mean? So I rock with Mr. Beast for that. Um, he even got shit. You can go, you can be in any country and listen to his shit in a different language, all different type. Like he's he is doing so much to make sure that 
his content not only gets out there, but then making this move to be like, look, man, I'm I'm really gonna go and help some people. And it's not the, the first people that he's helped on this scale, yeah, but he's he's been out here helping people. So shout out to Mr. Beast for it. And I think as a community, we need to take a step back and be like, man, what what are we doing for real? What what are we doing? Hey, I, and I just to tie back into niggas being the, the butt of every joke, like you said, we got a white content creator, flew hmm. to Africa. Drilled oil wells helped millions of people change their lives. And what we doing? Acting like we in jail. And mad. Playing in jail. Psh. Niggas really in jail. Real influencer. But on the dead home. Dollars on that. Hold on. Niggas really in jail right now. It ain't like niggas was raising awareness for jail. Like, you know what? We're going to take all proceeds. We're going to put this on niggas' books. <laughs> right. We're going to do prison reform. Like, you niggas playing to be in jail? Mm -hmm. Bro, that's crazy. Nigga, I really went to jail. That shit ain't no game. That shit ain't nothing to play with and make content about. This niggas really in there. Nigga, family is dying and they in there can't do nothing about it. Mama's dying. They can't go to the funeral. Innocent hmm. men. Children's dying. Girl got, we're like, innocent <laughs> men. Type of shit. Innocent. Losing their life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Committing suicide. All type of shit. And y'all making content about it. This is what I be saying about niggas be clowns. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy about it is Mr. Beast, is he's one man. That, that jail stream had 15 to 20 of the most influential black influencers. <laughs> All came together to fake like they was in jail. And didn't help nobody. And didn't help nobody. You get what I'm saying? That's that's really crazy. Niggas we, we, we got together. Y'all got that part right. You feel me? You was able to band together. You feel me? A, a bunch of influencers. But y'all just didn't have the right motive. You get what I'm saying? And, and that's what's crazy. Why you got one guy over here who went and impacted millions of people. It's just, I don't understand... What it is. I think we we want to be fun too much. It's all about fun and, you know what I mean, niggas don't want to be serious. We talked about that too. You know, our culture laughs at shit like that to a certain degree. Like This is, this is you part know? of big why I say lead the way. <laughs> because you have to show and prove by example. Regardless of, everybody don't give a fuck about helping everybody. Yeah. Everybody don't give a fuck about trying to save the world. People want their bag and live their life good and they straight like that. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm not thinking about people that I don't even know exist. So at that point, what that white boy is doing, he's showing. He's leading the way, regardless of whatever the case is. And as us being who we are, we working our way to be the same way. To a different extent. We might have a, a different agenda than he has, but you have to lead in the right direction for the people that's coming after you, whether you got kids or people, you don't know who you influence on a, on a daily basis. You never know, your friends or whoever. So I wouldn't send you and crash you, especially if I, if I give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? So it just it's just to take a perspective and start being a change you want to see. That That's a bar. That's a bar. Look, this is the last topic I want to get on, right? Because this is another topic that is... I don't see enough pushback on this. Now, I know they wanna, they're they going to get into the Democrat and the Republican debate. Fuck all that. I'm just human, basic human rights. Okay, now, if you're not aware, it's a, it's a man named Vince Rickey. He's, I forget where he's from, but he moved to L.A., right? So he was coming home. It was like a quiet evening. Two dudes jumped his wall, ran up, literally put guns to his chest. I think he had like a cup in his hand. He wound up throwing a cup. And the dude jumped back, dude pull out his blick, he get the sparking at him. Hey, Solomon, you got the video? Show, show the video so, so they can get bar what I'm talking about. Home, <laughs> pointing guns in my chest. After successfully defending my home and my family, 
We can't see the video. Child, California is now deciding to suspend my Second Amendment. It was a quiet evening, and as I was coming home from the gym, two armed men, masked, hopped over the wall, ran down on me with guns. And the most terrifying part was my wife and my five-month-old baby were on the other side of that door. In an effort to protect my family, I drew my gun and returned gunfire. As a result of that night, the California government has temporarily suspended my ability to concealed carry. This is an attempt to make me vulnerable at a time that is critical that I maintain my ability to protect my family. They'd rather leave me out there to dry and let my family become a statistic. My situation is unique because it happened at my front door, all on camera. But this happens time and time again all over the country. And doesn't get caught on camera. And people right. sweep it under the rug. All right, you can cut that. Okay, now, the Second Amendment is the right to bear arms. Dude did everything right. He went out. He got it the legal way. He got his concealed carry. He was at his fucking front door with his wife and his kids in the house. It was on camera you can see dudes literally with guns out this is the one perfect scenario where you got the green light to open fire and protect yourself yeah, exactly. and fucking california suspends this dude license like he was the criminal like he like he did something wrong so it's this shit is insane to me we already know it's an agenda to try to remove guns from the people which is crazy to me because they're trying to get stricter gun laws but no criminals are going to get legal guns to commit crimes. Period. So you taking guns away from law-abiding citizens that's doing shit the right way is actually ass backwards because you're allowing people, you're not allowing people to protect themselves, which is a human right. We don't even have stand your ground laws here. Somebody <laughs> running your house, you down them, you're going to jail. You're going to get a case. Like California just wants you to lay down and fucking die. die. Yeah. Or just lay down and give your shit away. Mm -hmm. Like... And this goes back to when I always say power is in the people. We are allowing it as a population. We're allowing it as a community. Fuck all this voting shit. Fuck all of that shit. People need to stand up and say, we ain't going for that. Y'all got guns. We finna have guns. Y'all say we got to do it the right way. Okay, cool. I did it the right way. Nigga run in my house. He getting shot. Period. Don't run in my fucking house. Nigga run up on me in the street with a gun. You're getting shot. Period. Don't run up on me on the street with a gun. Period. Bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Power to the motherfucking people. But how y'all feel about this? I think this is just another reason as to why people are vacating California, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, statistic for y'all. 35,000 people recently moved to Arkansas. 10% of that, which is 3,500. I would never move to Arkansas, right? But, but 3,500 of those people were from California. Um, we're at a point right now where, like you said, there is no stand your ground laws. You damn near, it takes a minute to get your concealed to carry here. Even if you're not a felon or have no recent running with the laws none of that you feel me gas prices out the roof niggas can break all through the cars and do whatever you feel me um, um rent going up six percent a cheeseburger is sixteen dollars i mean all of these things are contributing to why people are leaving california and this is to me putting the icing on the cake if i'm in my front lawn and somebody's trying to take my life again it's either me or it's you Period. i don't give a fuck if i gotta go sit down I'll gladly go sit down because it's me or it's you. But we shouldn't live in a state where me protecting my family ends with me now. Remind you, now I just popped two dudes, right? They had to drop on me. Who knows who they know? Now I don't got now I don't got my shit. So now maybe a week, two weeks later, month later, whatever, they didn't, you know what I mean? The niggas who they knew, now they back over the fence again. Now I don't got nothing to protect me. Now maybe this time it could be my wife. Maybe this time it could be my my daughter. So we're living in a place where it's so heavily restricted 
at the same time being lawless. It's incredible to me how California runs because this is the place where, like we said, you're, you're, you can commit certain crimes now, have no bail, et cetera, which, okay, that's cool. But at the same time, if I follow the exact rules and do the exact thing y'all told me to do, I'm going to get in trouble for it. It's just, it don't, it don't make no sense. A lot of this, it might sound crazy, but I think it's more so based off fear for them. Like, yeah, y'all can carry guns, but you can't shoot back at nobody with it. We will allow y'all to have that, let you be comfortable walking around with some shit. And I think it's a difference. I support everybody having guns. People don't do the same thing if they know somebody else has a gun. You gotta have you gotta have big nuts for that and real heart. You know what I mean? Niggas ain't just going up on niggas. They going up to people that's like a weak animal, wounded animal. But if you know this motherfucker is strong as you, let's see you attempt that same shit. You know what I mean? So I support everybody having guns and I support you manning down something that's coming after you like that. So but I just think the government more so, this is why they got guns. What the fuck? If that's the case, why is y'all walking around with shit? You know what I mean? But y'all, but y'all, yeah, but y'all want to be the only ones with it and then allow somebody else, like you say, we see all these crooked shooting with, with police and all type of shit. A lot of these people had guns. These cops probably wouldn't be murdering niggas the same way if they know. Well, if I, that's a, li a liability. If I go in there and down him, he might down me. You know what I mean? And get away with it. They don't want you getting off of that because it's cameras now. So he should be justified. It shouldn't be nothing to even talk about. We shouldn't right. be having this he discussion. Right. They have to his yeah, tried to rob him. If they would have killed him, then be like, oh, well, he should have had a gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like, damn, you damn if you do, you damn if damn you don't. don't. It's like, yeah. He did right. Like you said, you got to stand on that. You know what I mean? Niggas come in there, I'm looking to kill you. You come in my house, you do anything oh, like yeah. that. That's out. So he was right. He going he gonna to prevail through this shit. And I send all my, my good energy and prayers to that nigga because I know he frustrated as a motherfucker. Like, nigga, I'm going home on a regular day. Some niggas jump my fence and try to book me and I do the right thing I'm supposed to do and I've still got a problem. Yeah. Like, I just want to say, I'm just kind of happy that it's a white guy so that people... The fuck? Not trying no, to I, say I, I like... Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. if it was a black guy, there be wouldn't be no yeah. discussion. Right. It would be in jail for it. Because it's a white guy, we talking about it. And it's like, you you railroading this guy. If it was a black guy, they wouldn't even talk about it. He'd be in jail, and then we'd be on to the next subject, talking about Krishan. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but because it's a white guy, I feel like they spending more time on it, and it's just not fair. You're not listening to the people. So. He going he gonna to beat that, but they going to let yeah. it die down. They don't want people to know he going to beat it. Now, it, it it's they want to be the only ones with the guns, and we know why. This ties back to conspiracy theories, but any time in history, you've seen only one side with the weaponry and the other side unarmed, we've seen what happened. Absolute power corrupts absolutely every single time. But like you said, when we got guns too, this is why they were so afraid of the Black Panthers. They come with their guns. We coming outside with our yeah, shit. Fact. Well, what's the deal? What y'all want to do? What y'all want to do? We ready. We ready to die about this shit. I don't think y'all ready to die. Y'all not ready. Y'all not really ready to die about this shit. Y'all taking orders, nigga. We really ready to die about this shit. Right. We ready to kill. This is why they came up with shit. these damn laws in the first place. Like like pressing laws. Like I said, like bro said, viral way podcast. We advocate for all citizens to be able to carry firearms. Correctly, responsibly. We don't want niggas just run around just wild, wild west. <laughs> no. If somebody run up on you, man down. Don't even ask no questions. I'm going to ask questions later. later. Somebody run in your house, man down. Don't even ask no questions. Now, when you, I don't know if y'all travel, but if you ever go to Texas, yeah. if you ever go anywhere down south, or you go to Arizona, you're like, damn, everybody nice as fuck. Why? 
everybody's Have strapped. And everybody know everybody's strapped. How you doing, sir? You know what I'm saying? That'd be great. You, <laughs> you can't run into a, a fucking uh, a business of 10, 15 people trying to commit a, a mass shooting. Everybody in here strapped. You might hit one or two, but your ass finna get riddled. Before you get to that third one. And it's crazy. If you make it to the third one. The people who got, the, like, you'll be in a grocery store. A nigga had a gun on the hip. AR across the back. And, and, and if you're from Cali and you you be like, whoa, because oh. you're not used to seeing it. But it's crazy how much knowledge these people, like, and that's another thing. Like, they have knowledge of how to operate this thing. They understand the responsibility behind it. That's another thing that these other states have that we don't. Niggas get guns over here and just get trigger happy because they're not able to have it. And I'm sure that shit happened over there as well. But when you, like you said, when you got niggas just in the grocery store, just with the gun right there, like they understand the severity of if I open fire, what this is going to do. It's a whole different ball game. Um, and I think dude, like you said, he's going to prevail through it, but they're going to make sure that they draw this out and break him down to where he's so fearful of doing it again that he probably just leaves the state. Let's be honest. And that's, that's what a lot of these liberal blue states do. Um, I hate to make it that kind of thing, but you see the liberal blue states, this is what they do. That's how that they, they draw these processes out. They break you down. They, they instill the fear in you. So you don't even want to go get the gun. It's so many people here is afraid of gun, never even shot a gun. How could you be afraid of it? You never even seen somebody get shot. You never, you get what I'm saying? You've never seen anything wrong with a gun. And you're scared of guns. I don't even want a gun in my house. For what? Oh, well, because, you know, my kid could, statistics that are so small. You get what I'm saying? But that's what these blue states do. Listen, they, they, guns don't they kill people. People, people, people kill, kill people. people. Dumbass people with guns kill people. <laughs> the gun itself ain't killing you. It's, it's the person behind the trigger. And, and like you said, they know how to operate their guns. So, hey, require X amount of hours of tactical training or, you know what I'm saying, learning how to use and operate one before you allow people to walk around with one. I think right. that'd be better. Because you could literally just walk in a gun store, hours. take that test and get a get gun. It. You don't know what the fuck you doing with it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A coordinating with it. Just but out here wear they make you go through certain and classes stuff. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's steps to make people responsible gun owners, but the facts are they don't even want people having guns because they want to be a tyrannical fucking government where they just tell you, hey, we having another shutdown. Go in your house and you ain't got nothing to protect yourself. Hey, you finna take this, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I can't even say that word. <laughs> but you ain't got no, no gun to protect yourself. If they come to your door with the gun, like, nah, you taking this shit. You know what I'm saying? So people gotta, people gotta fight more for their rights. This is a basic right. Oh, and when, when off topic, but on topic, give felons their rights back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about this on another episode, but if a man did the crime, did his time, Thank showed that he is now a productive member of society, he should get his Second Amendment back. How in the fuck I lose my shit for life for some shit a nigga did 20 years ago? Ain't been back to jail, got a family now, got a, got a good paying job, probably worked for the government, all type of shit. But I can never carry again for some shit I did at 18? Nah, bro. Give felons their rights back. Period. What's the point of going to jail if you like you paying your time, right? They and still hold it against you. You should, it should be gone. I'm rehabilitated, right? Right. They need you to know get what I'm rid saying? Of, they need to get rid of how they mark felons and people who have committed offenses. You know, period. Like, and works more more so on rehabilitating, and you know what I mean because I think it's almost like a scarlet letter for a lot of people walking <laughs> around with that. I think, like, but I think- And it's not, not fair. Not to cut you off, I think that's mainly for them though, to know like, oh, he's dangerous. Yeah. He's right. this person, I gotta watch. So when I look him up, I gotta be extra careful, extra cautious. 
if I see his name, he's oh, he went to jail for murder or this or that. He carried guns versus a regular square from Delaware. You ain't going to really be worried about it. But I think that's for them to identify for themselves to know what they're dealing with. Because quiet is kept. A lot of the felons are a part of the 20% that are woke. Mm, you know what I'm saying? They say C, C, C average students are really, they really damn near the geniuses, right? Because they go against the system. They think critically. They question things. Mm -hmm. Them straight A students, they ain't questioning shit. Fall in line. Hand them a paper, hand them instructions. They doing it. The no question asked. Program down. The C student like, man... The fuck, Spider, uh, uh, Twinkle Twinkle, man, I ain't doing that shit. I'm in the seventh grade. Fuck you mean color between the lines. And that's what I was talking about, that test where they 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 test you on following directions. Like, I felt that test. Because it's like, you telling me this, but you showing me something different. Like, I'm going to do what I think is knowledgeable or makes sense. But you making me like, oh, you. they said put a period here. Like, I just feel like they making people followers in school. Yeah, when when you go to school, you're not never taught. You're taught to be an employee. You're taught right. to. You're not taught to be an independent thinker. They don't want you thinking like that. The whole system was created to program you the way they want you, and they doing. They winning with that motherfucker right now too. Don't forget, it's the pipeline to prison. Uh, if you from Long Beach and you've been to Mary Butler, you know that shit was prison. That shit looked like prison. It feel like prison. It was concrete and bars in the elementary school. Everybody had on uniform. That shit was prison and a, a high. Percentage of the population that went there went to prison. Metal detectors and shit. You got the police on on school campus. You get what right. I'm they got the it's, it's, they got the drug dogs. They yeah, got the yeah, yeah. like. Damn, am I here to learn or am I, am I here to fucking do some time? Like, let me know. Follow right. directions. <laughs> but yeah, y'all y'all got any final words? We finna wrap this up. You know, this was a good one. You right, feel me? Right. Another high level, high content. Where can they find you, bro? Let them know. Man, you could you could tap in with me on disorderly conduct. Um, also, Kali the one. Um, like I said, I'll be tapping in with these guys. You already know. Um, High-level shit, bro. We're going to keep putting it out uh, and keep inspiring the culture, you feel me, and shifting the culture as well. So be there. Look, let me, let me say this. Your direction is more important than your speed. A lot of people trying to get things done quickly, but it's a lot of people going nowhere fast. So you got to be going the right direction, right? It don't matter how fast you're going or how fast you accomplish this shit if you're doing the wrong shit. And... You need more than motivation. You need discipline. I say this every episode. I'm going to keep saying it till it get in your brain. Because you can have an idiot. You can go motivate them. Now what? You got a motivated idiot. How good is that? Where is that going to land? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You motivated, but you're... A motivated idiot. You got a motivated idiot. So <laughs> it takes more than motivation. You need discipline. You need intelligence. Read more books. Ooh. Stop scrolling so much and open up a book. Scrolling pages. Period. Put on an audio book. You feel me while you're doing your house chores? Start downloading more knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Because knowledge is power and what you don't know can kill you. You know what I'm saying? But get in the gym. Hmm. Get rid of your negative vices. You know what I'm saying? Health and wealth. Snoop done quit smoking, smoking Ooh, weed. Oh, I heard that. He, he done, heard he done that. inspired Meek Mill to stop smoking weed. So you, you know some shit shifted if Snoop stopped smoking. Right. We talked about how we stopped drinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we got a big reaction from that. And I'm like, damn, okay, it wasn't just us. This is the world is feeling this. You know what I'm saying? And Snoop is the proof. So positive mindset, abundant mindset, no scarcity, no lack. We're going to lead the way like my bro Messiah say. Keep your thinking caps on. Easy call. The viral way. They live. Ain't no handouts. I did it from the ground up. In the streets, dug it hardest where they found us. Got a 
tell them nigga, watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too, and you a lame though. You niggas ain't outside, yeah, we came through. You want your lights up, we put you on the shit.